the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. 30 a.m. The answer. And welcome to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson, and uh, you can come visit us here at Millburgers on a bright sunny day. Not a cloud in the sky. It's a little chilly, but it's not too bad. It's it's breezy. But uh, come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Bull Road, and just say hi, ask your gardening question in person, uh, whatever you need to do. Uh, Gardening-wise, you'll find it here at Mill Burgers. And I'm going to give out a phone number, but this is not to call in unless you want to be a part of Calvin's class. That number is 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. And uh, we've got how many now out of a... Uh, we've got 25 signed up for this right. class on... Next Saturday, and there's we got room for ten more. Okay, and everybody that attends, if they're willing to participate in the uh, uh, the research project, will get a, a two milkweed uh, seeded, seeded milkweed containers. So we'll, hopefully they'll uh, they'll uh, germinate and uh, be successful. That's part of the whole process that we're involved in. Yeah, so uh, it's not too many seats left. Uh, but you can call 210-497-3760 to uh, be a part of it. And uh, that's, that's coming up next uh, Saturday from 10 to 1130. That's it. So right before the show. And I think it's supposed to be nice on Saturday. Do you know? I, I do not know. Do All not right. Know. So our number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And we need rain rangers. Uh, we need our guys to call in with your rain reports. Uh, boy, was it raining! I, I thought you were saying we're gonna. No, we need a rain. <laughs> no, no. That's what I thought you said. no, no. We need our rain rangers out there. Where did it go? Our, went our, up. The upper level, uh, as per the newspaper, I, went, I did not went look up this eight, eight feet. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I was gonna say somewhere between seven and, and nine, but yeah, eight feet. Yeah. And I saw <coughs> eight four. I saw eight. Uh, I think we had like six something. But, you know, our gauge flowed over, and then we had to reset it. Oh, you're talking about rain, though. Yeah, yeah. what were you talking about? Oh, I told you the aquifer? Aquifer level. Aquifer yeah, yeah we, we don't normally get eight feet of rain. No. No. Well, I thought I thought that was just an error. <laughs> so the aquifer went up eight feet? Uh, yes, and it, and it will continue to go up for the next uh, two to three days. 
Well, and then and part of that too is that uh, there isn't a lot a demand for. Well, one would hope. Yeah. Uh, for we, uh, we, using water, so that that's what contributes to the aquifer level going up. I, yeah, it might true. even rain again someday. Yeah. Well, yep, I think it's. I, I. Yeah, I still see a lot of commercial. What do we hear? I don't know. Milton you went hear? away. Milton, come back, little Milton. Come back. Uh, let's see. Is there it, we go. There we are. I'm yeah. back. You're back. All right. I don't. Yeah, but now I. Now you. Go. Now, now you're gone. Now what? <laughs> oh, it's it's like a uh, windstorm in radio. Whee! Welcome. Yes. Now, I sent that number for uh, Calvin's class back to the station. So if you want the number, uh, you can just call. Go to MillburgerNursery.com. Yeah, let's see what the weather is going to do here. I'll give out our number again to call in with questions or tell us how much rain you got. Like I said, we got about maybe six inches of rain over the week. Calvin, did you measure yours? I did, but it it only seemed to be three inches. It what? got to the top of the container, and then there was no more that stayed in there. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, you're not about, gonna... about five 5.9 yeah. at the yeah. airport. Yeah, so, it was okay. over, yeah, it was over 5 for sure. All right, so if you've got something different and we have listeners all about the area, call us and tell us what you got. If you were tracking it, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. All right, gentlemen, what else is going on? Oh, I've got... Uh, um, I, I think I have pictures. The Cyclamen... Um, after I took the covers off on Sunday, yeah, they look pretty puny. Really? I was I, just thinking they were looking better than I expected. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the are you talking the flowers or the leaves or overall? Uh, overall, the plant. I'm going to see if I can get, get a... Okay. Uh, well, I, I had a few uh, few flowers in right. each plant that were looking good. and then, But uh, the the best news is that the buds... Did not appear to be uh, damaged injured. at all. Yeah, see there, so there. Yeah, does those look worse than? Yeah, a little bit they do, oh, but you man. might. I don't see where you're. You, you haven't got a lot of foliage in there, so the buds may not have been protected. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, can you see that? Uh, uh, yes, it's a phone. <laughs> no, there's a picture on the phone. A little oh, closer, it, I'll get on the phone. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't look happy. So Tracy, no, I'm tra- not. No, yeah, Calvin is correct. There's not a lot of foliage, and if we had foliage, they would have protected the buds. Uh, uh, the buds should look uh, a, a dark, dark green, um, and uh, and they, are, but not black or brown. That's and they've a, been responding either. to this uh, weather. Uh, yeah. The other thing, Trace will be uh, happy that the results are consistent con- concerning the primula. They uh, they fared pretty well. The blooms are they look a little, little flattened, uh, but then they uh, now are, are showing showing color. Every every flower, every yeah. plant has. Flower, I always consider flowers. them a little bit more cold resistant. I don't they, know just because where they're from. You know. And you don't want to know about the Whopper begonia. Yeah, um, Trace was right. It's what, just Trace is right. Another one. Uh-huh. You're gonna buy another one. No, uh, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. 
Well, you, if you, uh, I was telling myself though that they're not very attractive right now because all the tops are torn apart. Yeah. But what you want to do is cut the just cut cut the tops off all that melted the the, the red yeah the the ratted in and that's brown and then yeah. I then I predict that you'll have uh, um, at least fifty percent will. Uh, uh, put out new foliage in the spring. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll try. So, so hope continues. You only got one, so what yeah. it will be fifty percent? <laughs> yeah, fifty percent is <laughs> is uh, it could yeah. either be that one, either yes or no on that one, I guess. But hope does continue. They surprise you though. They'll, I hope so. They will look pretty. I mean, you won't even notice that there's anything there. They look pathetic, and then suddenly they've got the uh, they've taken hold, and the foliage comes up from the. Uh, oh, I was going to get you guys the weather. Uh, today, let's see. This afternoon, mostly sunny, high near 63. This evening, clear, low around 40. Then sunny tomorrow with a high near 65. And uh, clear tomorrow night with a low around 39. Uh, Monday night, around low around 40 with a high around 66. 68 for the high on Tuesday. Still no rain in the forecast. Uh, and a low around 43. 70 for Wednesday. 47 for the low. Uh, yeah, the lows are getting higher. Yes. Or something like that. How about our, but no Saturday, rain. How about our Saturday program? Uh, it doesn't go that far. It will tomorrow. Oh. Okay. So Friday is high as near 70. But as we know in Texas, what happened tomorrow... The weather-wise means nothing. What happened yesterday, rather? Because uh, you're waxing philosophically. Yes, the wet weather-wise, it's at when- least waxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven plus two. Call in with your uh, plant reports, and uh, we'll kind of uh, tell you what uh, the guys think about whether. They're coming back, not coming back, all that good stuff. Um, excuse me. So uh, let's see. The uh, oh, uh, my plant reports also include a blue plumbago. Uh, how how well the, there's it, nothing, yes, nothing left. It should be just twigs, if that. It is twigs now. It's yeah. brown and twiggy, yeah, yeah. and I leave it there for the low flying birds. Well, that's what I would advise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I, I heard some other uh, some questions on other stations. Oh, no. name is. Uh, much uh, like the ones we've been talking about. When should I cut? You know, how high should I cut back? All that kind of thing. Right. I just did a, a video for uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, and we we talked about that. Normally, we like to wait till the. End of February to for all our furry and feathered friends for okay. shelter and food, possible food. And there's, there's on some plants, it's you don't want to wait too long. You don't want a lot of the the new foliage in there because they're harder to no, 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 harder to prune harder when to they prune when they if they're woody. Yeah, uh, but mo- most of them are. You know, if you're thinking Esperanza and. Uh, so, uh, so, Point Sienna and the, they're all mush. No, yeah. So traditionally, we wait till the last week of February, first week of March. Yeah, and the thing I got, uh, there was an email sent out. I could look and see what the headline was for sure, 
but I think it was from A and M, and the idea was, it's it's, don't trim them back. Yes. And it was uh, kind of an illustration or a testimony to that. Uh, there were uh, a tohi on the <laughs> right, uh-huh. right, right right running through the. Uh, uh, area in the shrub border. Uh, yeah, and right, they're very, they're very, like very attractive yeah, in yeah. there. They there stay were, low. There was some like vireos or something, or some finches. Yeah, that were all gathered inside the 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 shrub, which was defoliated. I forget which one it was. From uh, Texas AgriLife, pruning dead plant material may cause more harm through winter. Learn to live with ugly after freeze damage. Yeah. Learn to live with ugly, yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that. I just say yeah. the positive. It's it's food and shelter for our furry and feathered friends. Okay. And no, and uh, not really a negative Which furry factor ones? on the plants, as far as I can yeah. tell. Which furry ones are getting? <laughs> you're getting see, you're not, when I say those things, you're not supposed to ask. Oh, Because okay. there, are, there could be abundance of furry friends. Okay. Uh, from, the feather friends from, I'm okay from, with. Yeah, it's yeah, the furry yeah. ones that are that can kind of be trouble. From raccoons, so Fox. a, although a, foxes, yes, uh, rabbits. Okay. Possums. Possums. Yeah, I was when I said that the, uh, the raccoons are, and the possums. They're, the they're possums probably sleeping okay. right now. Okay. They're, they're not listening to the they're, show. They're not listening to the show. No. Yeah, I'm okay with the possums. Really? The raccoons kind of worry me. Yeah, the uh, raccoons are pretty uh, hard to manage. They, they seem to take delight in uh, taking charge of. Uh, yes. Oh man, we got a irascible. We got a couple raccoons, raccoons in our neighborhood. Whew, I don't know. They are there. They are fat and happy. <laughs> They're huge like and bears. You, why are you looking at me? <laughs> I wouldn't look at you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, they're they're I, like I, bears, just little, little, just smaller than you know a grizzly. These, these raccoons are walking through the yard. The gangster, they give like gangster signs. Maybe they, with they the, might. The, I, yeah. I got to be with careful. With their little fa- hands. Well, my, you know, my Westies. Yeah. Chase them, and I and I yeah. look at the, let that look at them chasing them, and I say, that raccoon <laughs> looks bigger than my Westie. <laughs> I mean, if that w- raccoon decided to fight, that would be. Right. Uh, Westy would not have uh, yeah, as I wonder, much of a chance. I wonder when the raccoons decide to fight. What is when it? When they get cornered. It's the cornering. Can yeah. can they scamper up trees? They yes. sure can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Up fences. And okay. Up fences. Power lines. So they can get away from. They, they go upside. I've seen them go upside of houses. Even really. Yeah. yeah that 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 right. that kind of scared me because why? I thought I thought they'd probably fall down. Was this a, a juvenile and a female, and the and Westy was down there yeah. underneath him. I thought, those guys fall. That mama's going to take care of Tilly, you know. Oh. But they made it up side of the house. All right. Good for them, I guess. Anyway, uh, I'll ship them over there, Milton. You're no, so we, we got, I'm going to ship mine over. Of course, it's going to take like a whole, the whole pickup just for the two of them. <laughs> They're that big. They're huge. Well, we these are like raccoonosauruses. We I had just, an interesting <laughs> situation this morning too. Uh, I went out to see what the Westies were uh, barking about, and I saw my neighbor running full speed with his five little dogs, including uh, S- Sophie, the team leader, 
and he was rushing to get back in his gate. And I said, uh-oh, there must be trouble coming. Yeah. Sure enough, the two two black, uh, fierce-looking dogs were running right behind him. Wow. I know. I don't think they were, were chasing were they also him. Were they also scared, the two black ones? No. Oh, okay. But they it looked to me like they were more interested in the deer than they were the... In the what? The deer. Oh, you, the deer. You know, those things with the horns? Okay. Yeah. But you never, you never know when you got uh, like Ron did with his little, little dogs, and there's these big, tough, mean-looking dogs that are know know what they're after. Yeah. You you make you rush for the gate. You know? All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's get those rain reports. So. Uh, just north of North Star, that airport area. I'm going with six inches. You, Calvin, only got three inches at his house. Yeah, his neighbor yeah. may have gotten more. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Don't I, disparage it for yeah. having less. Okay. Do you? I think I I'm think not gonna I rain shame him. Yeah. Six, uh, six inches. Do you have any reports near your home or? No. Uh, uh, my rain gauge was broken, and ah. I haven't fixed it yet. Okay. Uh, but but I could report Southtown was uh, pretty well. Yeah, okay, yeah, rain. it was a... And there were some surprising rains. They were loud. Whew, they were loud. Uh, did they wake you all up? Yes. Okay. No, and you pull your hearing aids off. Oh, okay, uh, nothing well, woke you up? No. That was a significant feature it, for me. It, it was the very loud thunder. Yes. I normally, saw I don't. I, normally, I sleep right through it, but it, it was, it was so loud that I woke up, woke up. No, oh, that's it pretty good. It was flashing. Uh, it's unusual to, no, to me to have lightning. lightning this time of the year. Yeah. I didn't yes. see the lightning. I just heard the thunder. Uh, all right, two one zero. Let's see. Yeah, but Al, I think I need a figure or at least a guess. Al says he got a lot of rain at his place, uh, which is kind of that. That corner of uh, Austin Highway and that and Harry Wurzbach kind oh, of. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, a lot, but we don't know how much. Well, he had to get. He, we do know he had to get his kayak out. Oh, to, did he to really? Get, yeah, to okay. get down to the. Oh, at least three inches, he says. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road with uh, Mark Peterson and Dr. Calvin Finch. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on. How'd the freeze and the rains and all that do, uh, do to you? What that, what, how are your plants looking? 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM. This is The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867 210-308-8867. All right, hey, don't forget about if uh, you have any of those little furry things that we were talking about. Uh, and you don't want to have them anymore, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you. At Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, they specialize in helping homeowners and businesses to be pest-free. How? Well, not only do they treat, but they... uh, Oh, okay. Not only do they treat, but they also... uh, 
look at the problem holistically. So what's causing it and also uh, how to treat it. And that means that you get a better result. Well, they have been doing this since 1976. They are considered one of the uh, experts not only in San Antonio, but in Texas and the country. So you've got them right here in your own backyard, and they, they can help you get rid of those pests in your own backyard. That's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210 210- 656-3721 or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You know, Mark, uh, I'm thinking that with the, the rain we've had, that this might, we might have passed into a, an area when it's, Really uh, good to be planting trees and shrubs. And Absolutely. Soil, uh, the soil is moist and the aquifers uh, moved up. It always is a problem to plant a tree when it hasn't rained because uh, the soil is so so tough to dig in. So we always advise a little pre, pre-soaking beforehand. But now you don't even have to do that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pre-soaked well. So, uh, yes, and so... <clears throat> Wintertime is the time to plant trees. A lot of people from other parts of the country uh, are always surprised. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, they're surprised. Uh, surprised. Okay. Um, at that, that this is the the time of year to do it. They always think winter. Well, we don't. You don't want to plant anything, but this is absolutely the best time of year to plant trees. And do we have? Do you by chance remember how how much longer the uh, CPS uh, rebate is, is available? Well, on the on the website it says until funds run out, hmm. but generally that has been uh, middle of April. Okay, so take advantage of that. If you're a, a CPS customer, uh, fifty dollars per tree as long as you plant the uh, recommended trees and in the uh, manner to uh, that. Re- re- Relates to uh, reducing energy use, and uh, um, that's it. That's yeah. So that easy. that means uh, planting on the west, east, and southern sides. Do not plant on the north side of the building. Okay. Uh, and and there's a variety. They expanded the list a few years ago, and so there's a lot more trees that you can plant. A lot more variety. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, and, and but the availability uh, we have them here. We have mm-hmm. uh, fifteen gallon, uh, five five to fifteen gallon. I, now, C- Trace corrected me and said it had to be a minimum of a certain size, but I can't remember. Oh, okay, I like five, five and ten, because they're easy to transport in the trunk of your car. Well, oh, relatively okay. easy to trans- Re- transport. Relatively to, easy, yes. To dig and uh, bury, um, and. Um, just thinking out loud, the uh, trace. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got the. I forgot where I was going. We've got the uh, information here. If you're, you know, curious and you're going to get them here, just ask for the uh, rebate yeah. information. Right. So that is the CPS Energy Green Shade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is that? Green Shade Program. Rebate, rebate program, that's the word I was looking for. And what for. they do is they, they just assign it to your CPS bill, the mm-hmm. $50 yes. credit. So it's easy to do. Easy to do. Uh, there is a maximum of, of lifetime of five for that right. resident. It says uh, there is a lifetime limit of five rebates per address. 
I is that what you just said? Not too many yes. people reach the lifetime. Yeah. I no. say, I say, five trees is a lot of trees on a typical yeah. San Antonio lot. Uh, this morning was so pretty. the uh, The sun was just coming up, and the uh, right. the trees that what's that? No, I said correct. Yes, I was, I, <laughs> was I'm agreeing with you. Oh, you noticed it too? Yes. Okay. I was up early. Oh, were uh, you? Yes, very early. Why I, were you up early? I was uh, helping the Bear Branches Alliance. Oh, cool. Uh, with a uh, peach pruning. Uh, an orchard it was planted by the San Antonio Food Bank hmm. at Mission San Juan. And so we were pruning the trees this morning with some volunteers. Uh, it was always fun. But it was beautiful because it was dark, and then you'd reach a little high hill where the, the sun was mm-hmm. slanting in, and it was very beautiful. The sun and was they, hitting the top of the trees in our neighborhood, and yes. they were just they were glowing. They even, uh, it even glowed on some of the buildings that were yeah. uh, over on the west end of the city. So, way to go, sun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it's, been, it's <laughs> been several yeah several days since oh, we've okay. seen it, so it's very good. Yeah, that's true. And, Mark, as long as we're talking about those trees, though, um, what uh, we get the uh, questions a lot. Uh, so how close can they plant a tree to their house? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we get that well, one. So, yeah. so the rule for the last 50 or 60 years, uh, people are can't see me, me rolling my eyes, uh, for the past 50 or 60 years has been if a tree is – Larger than 35 feet at maturity, you plant it no closer than 15 feet to the house. Uh, And the reason I say that uh, is that most of our trees are between 35 and and 50 feet. So uh, the the simple answer then is 15 feet, 15 to 20 feet away from the house is what you plant it. And what, uh, what trees... Get the largest, what, cedar elms and uh, what kind of... Uh, well, the, the largest ones are going to be like the bald cypress and pecans and, and uh, cottonwoods, but normally we don't we don't plant those next to a house. So the the problem always occurs with the live oaks because they spread so so much. So, so you, They I don't can, like I, to grow vertical. They, they do like not horizontal. like to go vertical. No, 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 not like the other trees. So the trees that do like to go vertical, you know, we like our Monterey oaks, our cedar elms, um, some of the red oaks. Uh, what else likes to go vertical? Oh, Mexican sycamore. That's the one that's very vertical. Uh, but to answer the question, it's, yeah, it's between 15 and 20 feet from the house. That's good. Okay, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Ooh, so does that's, it hurt? It hurts. It does. Hey, don't, don't. Ow. Okay, so that's about five to six big steps. Yes. Okay. Mother, mother says you can take those. What's that? Mother, may I take five big steps? Okay. Mother, may I take three little steps? <coughs> and that'll get you uh, to about the where. Okay. I'm trying to think of how much front yard we have, and yeah, we have a nice big old oak tree, but. It's pretty much at the edge of the property. I'm guessing they did that on purpose, which is good. Oh. It's a pretty oak tree, though. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Well, uh, to finish up on that, a lot yeah. of misconception is because uh, worry about trees affecting 
foundations. Well, there's little to no evidence that a tree affects the foundation. Uh, so it's more of a maintenance and the longevity of the tree. So you want a tree to reach its full potential. You don't want it put up against the house where only half the canopy is actually being with, with the sun. Now, and some of the uh, trees, if they're they're older than you are, they have a tendency to branches break and fall on your roof too if you got them too close to the house. So that yeah. that's another factor. So that's yeah, you have to spend money on the pruning then. Mesquites and. Uh, uh, Live oaks and uh, pecans, yeah, for uh, sure. Pecan will yeah, drop drop branches at a moment's notice. Mm. And are the pecan branches as heavy as uh, other? Uh, well, a lot of times they tend to have a lot of fungal decay. In the, oh, they're heavy the, enough. The fungus is eating up some of the pecan wood, so they tend to be sometimes heavy, sometimes light. Okay. Uh, and then what about... Uh, Trees and pipes, and especially oh, sewer so draining. A, will the uh, will the tree get into my pipes? I was classic line. So only if your pipes have a little bit of crack. Trees can't form cracks. Can't get into a solid pipe or, or a well built pipe. Do they? But, but it seems like they will contribute to. A crack that has occurred. Yes. Yeah, so, so if they push against it, uh, and they can create it. As they grow, they will push against pipes. And then that will cause a crack, and then the tree will exploit that source of water. And okay. That, are there different trees that do? Yeah. Or are they yeah, all kind of guilty? I've trained you well, Will. Young, young <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, riparian species, uh, and in particular... Things like willows. Oh, uh, um, repairing. Am- repairing is means oh, it's repairing. near. means it's next to a creek or, or a river. Oh, okay, okay. So those tend to have fine roots. So it is uh, willows, um, some ashes, um, elms tend to have fine fibrous roots. Will will exploit a crack into the. Uh, on your pipes. Uh, so generally we say there's two categories of trees, upland and riparian. Uh, riparian would be next to the water. Upland would be like oaks and other parts of the country, hickories. Uh, some of the pines would be upland. Oh, how, about, okay. uh, how about our mesquites? Where do they go? Uh, they, they are upland, however... Uh, mesquites are uh, known for having very, very deep roots, very, they can, and, very, and very extensive root systems. Very extensive. Yeah. Okay. So they can go uh, for hundreds of feet. Yeah. They uh, uh, survive. You talk about surviving yeah. a dry, limited soil. They, they know how to do it for sure. So, so, so basically, the the riparian species are the ones to worry about if you have lots of pipes or. Uh, fragile pipes or things like that. Okay. Yeah, I think that can they get in, not do damage, but clog the pipe so that it backs up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, so maybe is that the main harm? That that's is what the I've main seen. Harm, yes. Okay. So like you're you're flushing toilet paper and all this stuff uh, down. And you, yeah. There's a dam there basically. Right. Right. And so uh, again, these 
the trees that uh, readily exploit it will have very fine roots and they'll go through uh, into the into the pipes and uh, mm. and they they're also trees that tolerate low oxygen so if you're going into a pipe oh. uh, your roots uh, because you occasionally get flooded you you tolerate low oxygen so they go into the roots and they love it in there okay uh, lots of water low oxygen all that toilet paper yeah. <laughs> well i know that from something that happened a long time ago at another house that the the pipe was uh I forget how. Oh, I think it started bubbling up. Yeah, yeah. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. It was a a sewer pipe into the bathroom, into the tub. Yeah, yeah. That's what frequently will happen. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. Please, somebody get off us. Help us get off the subject. The subject. Yes, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We need your rain reports too. Want to know how much rain you got over this last week? Uh, it's hard part though, of town. when we when it well there was a lot of variation, and then when it, when there's this much rain, a lot of rain gauges, kind of like mine, where three inches was yeah, the capacity. Three, three inches of fill. Yeah, where did you get your rain gauge? I got mm. mine from uh, uh, our. Who's, who was it? A saws rep? No, Mark, uh, mine, Mark. mine is five. Well, the, the ones Thank I, you, I gave you all mine were five, is five inches. Yeah, I don't know in, what. In he, big letters so all of us <laughs> old people could read it. So apparently you gave, I, you gave Calvin like a little, a little, no, a no, little no, baby no, one. No, I it, hate know what it's from? Know what it's from? It's from Sip, I bet. Remember, we used to give out the little ones. Yeah, uh, oh, I bet that three. But was it, is it yellow and yeah, and, yeah, yeah, golden. Okay. Yeah. So, uh-huh. we, uh, Calvin, uh, before I joined Saws, Calvin ran a little program called the Seasonal Irrigation Program. Mm-hmm. Sip. and we we get gave out boxes, and uh, one of the boxes, uh, or part of the kit in the box, was a was a rain gauge. I remember that. Yeah, so yellow and about it was three. Really, inches. really small one. Yeah, yeah. And, not and like what ours. we were using is not only a rain gauge. We we're using it to calculate how much water your your sprinkler system applies, sprinkler or that's right. irrigation. System. That's right. So, so you might some of the systems, if I remember right, included more than one of uh, those small yes uh, right. containers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so that was a sip. So Calvin, the mystery has been solved. Yes, but I, 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 I like the rain gauge you got us because yeah, it was just empty, and then it rained for two days. We just watched it fill up. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Much like we watched the bathtub fill up. No, no, no. You said we weren't going back there. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, give us a call. Let's find out what's going on in your gardening world. What you planting? Uh, what you, uh, we can get some uh, sago reports. That'd be. Uh, we can find out if anything the sagos are perking back up. It was probably warm enough. They're, they're probably changing to from a yellow color to a lovely tan color. Okay. At, at which time they may prune those off. Okay, we'll tell you more about that in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867. Again, Calvin's class. There's a commercial coming up about it right now, including the phone number. And we'll take a break and come back after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. 
Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, love, 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 talking to you about Prusky's Meat Market in Atkins, Texas, an old-fashioned meat market where you will find everything uh, that you need, including, and this is what you're probably missing uh, if you've been around a while, and that's outstanding service. Uh, people that know what they're doing, that can help guide you toward the right products, that can even just you kind of give them an idea what you're doing. Okay, I'm grilling for the uh, game tomorrow night. Uh, what do you suggest? Okay, well, you know what? We can either, uh, we've got these things, or we've got the pinwheels, or we've got the armadillo eggs, uh, all kinds of stuff, and uh, that are ready to just uh, put on the grill and go. Or, you know what, just, just so you know. I don't know if it's too late or not, but uh, there is a big, big game coming up. Pruskies can do all the work and uh, do all the smoking and grilling for you. And all you do is uh, pick it up at Pruskies, and you look like a, a cooking genius. Um, you can find the Yanta Ranches meats at uh, Pruskies, which is really cool because everyone now is uh, getting more and more into the, um, the natural beef. And this is a natural beef that doesn't contain uh, additives, that doesn't contain, not additives, uh, Ar- sorry, the... Uh, artificial... Uh, well, no, uh, the, the, hormones the, the growth or the hormones or the, antibi- the antibiotics. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they've got great cuts of just about everything from delicious sausages. In fact, it's award-winning sausage uh, at Prusky's Market. Right there in Atkins, Texas, uh, between 410 and 1604. You'll find them online at Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. And the number is 830-227-8322. But go to Prusky'sMeatMarket.com, and you'll find them and all the things that you want to know. Really, it's it's a fun drive. It's a beautiful day. Hop in the car and treat yourself to... Uh, um, you know, that this delicious meats and just a, a drive out there to Atkins, Texas. Mar- yes, uh, Calvin. Um, <laughs> he, d- he does a wonderful job on that. Uh, Thank you. Prusky's. And I'm trying to figure out if it's because it's the topic is different than horticulture or or if he's just. Um, he sampled everything. Yeah, that's why. When, when it comes to horticulture, I do not have a green thumb. When it comes to eating food and knowing where to get good stuff, I don't know what color thumb I have. Uh, is, he is, is an a, artiste. Is it a red thumb? I thought, You're I, an artiste. Part of it is, too, Prusky's is pretty easy to... Yeah, it's pretty easy to like. Pretty exciting yeah. uh, to, yeah. to deal with. Yeah. And uh, Spider-Man's pretty easy to like, too. So I don't love talking about him. Uh, but, yeah, we gotta get, we'll get Edmund on the... Uh, let's see, what... When is the big game? I don't think I can say the name of it. Sunday. No. No, no, no. no. My it, game? My game Sunday. No, your game Sunday, but when is the uh, quote-unquote big the game? Big game. The, oh. Is that two Sundays? Are we? Uh, I think it's two Sundays. Yeah, I what, think you're right. What, where are we in the playoffs? Wait, we're at. This is it. This is, this is the last one. To determine the final two. So this will be. Okay, so yeah, it's probably Tomorrow the is the final two. All right. So, uh. Yeah, we'll have Edmund on next week, and he can talk about what you can what you can get over there. Yes. You think yes. that's you think that's enough time? I yes, I uh, think so. It would be it would be perfect. And uh, all right, uh, are you? Wow! You, don't you, get me confused now. Yeah, we're in in celebration of the the championship games. We're uh, bringing in our our favorite uh, butchers. That butcher is that. Uh, uh, 
instead of and, and and I thought the last time I checked this was a horticulture program. Growing up a, a New Orleans fan and only being in the Super Bowl once and having many years to go through, a great deal of the Super Bowl watching was about the eating. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Sunday, February eleventh. So we have never been there. Oh my gosh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay, I'll I'll pull for you. But right. we are bound to determine. Yeah. Do you have any traditions like you're finding, like superstitions that you're doing before each big game? No. All I right. think the Vikings have been there four times and lost. Oh uh, yeah, every I know. Time. Thank you, thank you, thank you for chiming <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, that. I, I have uh, special socks. I have yeah. T-shirts. I have a hat that I wear. All special. Uh huh. And they're not worn out, are they? No, they're not. They're brand new. I have uh, tennis shoes. Oh, my Actually, goodness. Actually, they have the emblem on the side that I wear. Okay. Um, well, I think uh, that we'll probably cheer for, for the uh, Mark's team, too. Yeah, the Vikings let me down once too many times. Yeah. Just once. I was actually at the Super it's Bowl not, in New Orleans Saints. at Tulane Stadium selling programs for the Boy Scouts uh, when the Vikings played the, uh, the Steelers. And uh, I was like, that was with the single digit. And I was I was going for the Vikings, and they lost. Wow. Yeah. yeah Such but, a sad. Yeah, I wish I'd gotten a program for that. <laughs> that would have been nice. I wish we'd seen it. We uh, yeah. we we went. It was cold, wet, and rainy, and uh, we left, which is sad. All right, enough <laughs> about that. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's talk about plants. Sorry, we got sidetracked plants, there. Plants, plants. We have a we'll wide about... variety of plants. Yeah, you are sitting talking... on the beds here. Yeah, we know. We actually do. The, si- the cyclamen and the primula. Yeah, yeah they're, they're still uh, the, the showiest right now. But we're yeah. trans. I was going to say transgressing. No, we're not. We're tra- we're transferring over to uh, from real cold weather mm-hmm. plants now gradually trans- uh, transferring over to. More warm weather. Mm-hmm. We got some salvias out, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm picking up a distinct uh, society garlic every so often. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I don't near, smell. I'm near to the edge of the. What's of the oh, okay. what salvias have we got out? Well, you know, I'm looking. It looks like uh, some of the uh, uh, the hot lips that are very popular right now. Uh, I, I'm not. I can't remember their scientific name, oh. but anyway, bicolor. I guess salvia bicolor. Oh. Um, uh, I see a pot of those, and then. What's well, the I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't want you to to move on to the uh, warm weather plants. No, until, no, no, no. Yeah, I said we're gradually transferring over because we got such spe- yeah. spectacular yeah. displays of the cyclamen and the. Oh, and and you know primula. what? The, uh, one of my favorites, petunias. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is their time. This All right. Is the wind. Are they right out there? In this inter- oh, I'm, I'm looking for them. I'm looking for them. I know them. we I had them. I, yeah. I well, see, we will have them shortly. I see those pansies over there, last table on this big uh, row yeah. of stuff. That, yeah, it, pan, pansies are yeah. still uh, are, are one of the best because they can take whatever weather mm-hmm. comes up for the next few months. Mm-hmm. Um, alyssum over there. Yes, alyssum is great. Alyssum's great for um, for uh, when we get some warm weather 
uh, a couple of days of warm weather and a lot of the insects um, come back from hibernation. And they're looking for food sources. Oh. And alyssum is one of the best ones for bees. What, uh, what is the the one over there? Like, uh, the name fails me right now. It's got the yellow and the golden fl- uh, plant, uh, flowers. Um, where, oh, where are you pointing? Fa- way at the end. At kind the of, end. Of, well, kind of at the middle there. There's uh, I can see the where uh, yellow is? and then well, t- at the end Well, we had some calendula earlier. I don't think. Yeah, the calendula. The calendula is on sale. Calendula. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I know we had some. They they surprised me a little bit, you know. I expected them. They looked really sad after the uh, uh, the freeze. I didn't cover them. I just uh, wrote them off. Yeah. But they they the blooms did decline, but they're they're perking up. The foliage is perking up, and uh, it's kind of like the snapdragons. You know, they look like they're going to have a little pause and then mm-hmm. uh, come back and. Uh, uh, start blooming again, and here at Milbergers, they are blooming the the ones that are available. To In the four inch pot, Calendula is uh, four for five dollars. Regularly, a dollar fifty nine each. Cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah. They make quite a sh- uh, quite a show. Oh, yeah. are those our um, living Christmas trees behind you, Mark? Yep, they're on sale yes. too. They are on sale, and this, as we started the show off, uh, it's an excellent time to plant them. Yep, right now. So remind uh, us, Mark. What Aleppo the, pine, Italian stone. Uh, oh, Mark, you tell us. Right. So uh, the ones we have uh, are Aleppo pines. That's A-L-E-P-P-O uh, from the Middle East, very drought tolerant. Mm-hmm. And then Italian stone pines. Uh, okay. They're not as quick growing as the Aleppo's. If I wanted something quick, I would get the Aleppo pine. And uh, Le- but, Aleppo's kind of have that classic pine. This uh, yeah, stem. so they, yeah, they, they wear a nice round, tight canopy whereas the Italian stone pine uh, has a unique canopy. It's kind of flat. Um, uh, but it's very distinct. You know, when you see pictures of Tuscany you see pictures oh, okay. of Italian, uh, Italian cypress and Italian stone pine. Okay. So you can make your own little Tuscany oh. in San Antonio. Your little Tuscan so you getaway. Some, and there's uh, there's a, lot of ex- a lot of examples of both of those pines. Uh, I think the, there used to be f- a few at the Botanical Garden, I thought. But uh, the place to see them are on the military bases. Hmm. We, uh, Mark and I were yeah, involved so, in Yeah, we used to do a lot of work. Calvin and I used to do a lot of work over there. Uh, there are lots of them. Uh, and then you'd see them somewhere around the communities, uh, around Fort Sam. Uh, <laughs> one of the best places. You had mentioned uh, the Botanical Center mm-hmm. uh, or Garden. And, uh, yeah, you climb to the top of the Tempietto and look towards Fort Sam, and you see a whole row of them. Well, um, up and down the, the the marching parade the parade route. So anyway, they're, they're a good choice yes. if you're you're uh, want to get some evergreens for your landscape. And they long live. They can tolerate our. Right. It's proven they can tolerate our landscape. Right. Weather. That, that's the main thing. Why, why we mentioned uh, Fort Sam is they've lived a long time without oh, okay. any, any extra protection. Oh, uh, that's a. And that's actually good example. Okay, so one of the things I learned from Paul Cox when he would do the show is that, um, and y'all will mention it too. How is, to make uh, ducks limp? 
wasn't that? No, no, no. It was rabbits. But rabbits we, we won't go rabbits. there. Uh, it was the Easter Bunny event on April Fool's Day. The um, poor Paul. Okay, <laughs> poor but, rabbits. But we, it didn't really happen, Calvin. It, it was just an April Fool's joke. It's you never of, know with Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Paul would point out, like, um, you know, like y'all are like you're doing uh, that. You see the this this tree does real well here. In fact, you can see some great specimens in Terrell Hills mm-hmm. uh, and uh, or Southton. So I, I, I'm guessing if Okay, so how accurate a determining factor is it if you want to get a tree, okay, and you you want to get a blankety-blank tree, a sanisa or a live oak, let's say, uh, to drive through, or, or a weeping willow, to drive through your neighborhood and see how many there are and how they're doing. Now, if it's a new neighborhood, is that accurate? Uh, an accurate no, way to do no. It? I would I would go through older neighborhoods. Okay. But so older you don't have to count very high uh, to get a weeping willow. What's that? You don't have to what? You don't have to know how to count very high to get (laughs) record weeping willows. Oh, okay. They're not going to last, huh? They don't seem to grow. Are there there any in Southton or near the river? Or Uh, no, no. No, Okay, Um, I have seen them in some parts of uh, you. And you were going to ask this: How old? Uh, when I said older neighborhood. Oh, okay. So, so. Uh, I wasn't, the, but yes. The, how old? The, in some uh, 60s, uh, the neighborhoods that were built in the, in the 60s, 60s. Okay, good. That's not. You can see some in there. You can see some silver maple as well, which. Okay. They Both of those tend to go rather quickly. Oh. They tend to go or yeah, grow? Go, go, go. Gr- also grow. Okay, they but grow and very then quickly and then die. Oh, yes, okay. So you die. so you wouldn't see them, uh, or just yeah, occasionally. You, you would see occasionally. Yeah, so I, that's when they were the, they were planted. I've often thought and expressed this that it must be frustrating for people. Like I said, I've driven down Blanco Road, so maybe my theory is just shot to heck here. Uh, driven down Blanco Road and seen beautiful magnolia, not yeah magnolias. And I know that it would if I came up here and said, "Hey, should I get a regular, you know, regular magnolia, not the little gem or the other ones, and plant it?" Because I see them in my neighborhood and they're doing great. You would advise me to? Uh, no. Okay, but I see them in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> You're not helping me. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that must you, be frustrating you, you, for you, people. You would. They tend. You have to uh, let's put it this way. You have to put a lot of effort in maintaining a yeah. magnolia in South Texas. Yeah, no, no. So, I, that, but that was part of my thing. Is like, if you don't see it in your neighborhood, can you pretty much guess that it's not a good tree? And then maybe how many do you see? Yes. How would you, how it would, would be you a do, good gauge? Okay, yes. all right. You're on the right track. Magnolia is the yeah the thing you the thing that strikes me is that you don't see any young ones. Oh, there you go. Okay, I like that. See, you see a few of the old ones. You see some big old ones that got planted and and survived for some reason, and then, but since then we good soil. A lot of people people have uh, planted them, but okay. I I don't think I. I don't even think in some neighborhoods I've seen weeping willows. You mentioned near the river, you don't see them. I'm trying to think of other ones that. There you go, D. East Texas, you see some. Sure. Yeah, and you said mimosas were gone. Yeah, 
Okay. They were very popular, and then the uh, verticillium wilt came through and, and took a lot of them out. Hey, when that happens. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. That's our number here at Millburgers. We're live. It's breezy. It is warming up. It, it's uh, uh, so uh, it feels nicer now, but it's still breezy. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And one of the people that we brag about frequently uh, that if you come to Millburgers and uh, uh, you have a question and we're not here, uh, you can talk to Mary. Uh, well, what perturbs me is sometimes they even want to talk to Mary when we're here. I know. Don't I, I, whoops. She, uh, I didn't yeah. want to, you know, make you hurt your feelings or yeah, nothing. Yeah, she's a good uh, uh, I still excellent have, employee, but uh, also a great gardener. Yeah, yeah, I still have, I don't know if he comes by or not. It's probably been about a year. But someone who was uh, working with the station for a while, and he had a plant that it was his mom's funeral, and uh, you helped him kind of restore it and rejuvenate it uh he just he just could not stop talking about you oh the the tropical spathelium yeah gesundheit what yeah. <laughs> yeah. i beg your pardon <laughs> that was fighting words lady <laughs> you know yeah no, uh, no, no, how you remember that huh oh yeah he was he was he was amazed that i could resurrect it yeah yeah and that it even, she even sounds religious. Huh? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I, I'm sure you were thinking of uh, having her talk about the certified butterfly garden. I, I was. We could. The other thing would be that about the greenhouse. It must be full of new and exciting stuff because there seems to be a lot of people moving. There. Oh, no. It's it's full of beautiful, wonderful, fresh tropicals. And, and yeah, everybody comes every uh, couple of weeks to see what new comes in, you know? Yeah, what, what, just just mention a few that are pretty yeah, exciting. Which, uh, uh, well, of course, the uh, Venus flytraps uh, mm-hmm. and the, uh, what do you call the other ones? The pitcher plants? The pitchers. Thank oh, you. Oh, the pitcher pitcher. plants? Pitcher. 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 Yeah. Like P-I-T-C-H-E-R. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I get, I get criticized for my English, my uh, Michigan accent. So we got accent. three or four different kinds of pitcher plants. The yeah. ones in the hanging baskets have the hanging ones, and then the upright ones that are native that are growing off the ground up. Yeah. That so is cool. Picture that. And and one of the Venus flytraps is kind of a purpley red color this time. I'm, I'm the only one laughing if you're listening, by the way. Yeah, yes. I'm laughing inside. I got it. I'm, I know. <laughs> I'm laughing inside. Oh, okay, inside, where it counts. Inside, we're thinking, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Okay, so, and did the picture plants really work? Of course they do. Okay. Yeah, they're designed to work. I know, but I didn't know, like, if you go in there, do you see bugs that have gotten in? And Well, hope not, because we don't want that many bugs in the oh, greenhouse. Okay. okay. But, you know, okay. we feed them until they can catch bugs on their own. 
All right. So we got pitcher plants, Venus flytrap. What else is in there? Because Trace has been bragging on it every week. Oh, I, I can't even name all of the philodendron varieties we got in there. Or, you know, gosh, endless. Okay. Yeah. Orchids? Because Valentine's Day is coming up. Well. It's a couple of weeks away. How about? We'll probably get a new shipment. Okay. Right now, uh, the, the last shipment is finished blooming. Okay. How about phalaenopsis or orchids? Yeah, that's what they, I meant. They, I'm sorry. The phalaenopsis, yes. Yeah. You got a lot of them there? Or? Not at the moment, but uh-huh. I'm sure we'll be getting more. Okay. Let's see. Like I said, Christmas Valentine's has, Day is coming Yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. Christmas cactus, how are we holding out? They're half uh, off. Yeah, they're half off, and they're still a good selection and really excellent size for the price. So okay. y'all come down and get some. Let's see. Anything in there you're like, oh, this is so cool. I'm glad we got these. <laughs> or, or, or if I, let's oh, see. Oh, she likes all plants. Okay. So. You know, it's hard. For you t- it's like asking somebody what their favorite ch- who their favorite child is. And, I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, can't do that. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? Is that why my kids have moved out? Yeah. <laughs> Are they all your favorites? <laughs> yeah. so, so, Calvin, who's your favorite child? Oh, that one there. The rest of them. <laughs> yeah. I could do without their faces. Um the um, and my favorite, I do have a favorite when it comes to house plants. Yeah, which one? Do you remember? Does anybody remember? Diffenbachia. Diffenbachia. Oh, diff. I got diff. Diff. Diffenbachia. Okay. Really, yeah, that's they're, my, the, they're my least favorite. They're your least favorite. Why? It sounds like a mean name. Yeah, I know. Well, that's uh, that's they're, why they're he likes touchy. it. They're kind of touchy. I need a plant that survives uh, but, my but, indoor habits. But that's why I like them because mine weren't touchy. Really? Yeah. We had some, and... Um, you got a really was, bright spot for them. I was... Uh, and we had a nice big, like the some of the containers that you've got on sale. Uh-huh. And I was a, a, a young young pup, and I bumped into it, and it broke in half. And I was scared to death. Boy, I was going to get in trouble. And so, and to hide it, I stuck it in the ground, back in the pot. <laughs> and it it came back eventually. It grew back. Yeah, How do you know. <laughs> well, so that's that, a very fun that's success so, that's story. That's so sad that that's the <laughs> highlight in his life. That's the highlight of my horticulture. <laughs> that and growing the Mister Lincoln Rose in the uh, the container. The Sanzavera that I I took a piece of was given a piece of that has multiplied and that I abuse all the time. Is happy as camper can be. What is that? The Sanzavera, mother-in-law's tongue. Oh. Uh, snake plant, however you want to call it, but they're real tough. The only way to kill them is to overwater them, I think. Oh, okay. And I like Chinese evergreen. I like the same. They're beautiful. And Chinese evergreen. Yeah, Chinese the evergreen. Peace, peace That's cool. Okay, so you do have. There are many favorites, but one that you really like is the, the that one. That one and the uh, the big umbrella chiffalera, and the ponytail palm. Oh yes, ponytail palm. I like. I have a huge one at home. I'm barely able to move it now. It's gotten so big. So what did they start with? What are they in these? Are they in a well, you three-gallon container, or what are they in? Well, the Umbrella Chiffalera, I think I had one left last I looked, and it's a beautiful one. It was in a, a number 10 or a three-gallon, I guess, and that one was 59 I think, fifty nine ninety nine. What a, it was about three and a half foot tall. Are any of the uh, milkweeds left? Those big uh, tropical ones. Yeah. No. How about how about the milkweeds that 
the, oh, yeah, the green two, flower. Yeah. Two of the big uh, tropical milkweeds from Africa, right? India, yeah. India and Africa, I think. Yeah. They, they did what? They were spectacular, though. Yeah, Is that the one with the white, white flowers? The white flowers? And yeah. the monarchs loved that plant. Oh. Yeah. Are, there, are there some left there? I think there's two still up back there. Yeah. So somebody, as soon as the weather, make sure we don't have any, uh, you know, say another couple of weeks. That that might be worthwhile to look yeah, well, at. Yeah, as soon as we bring them out, the monarchs will eat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, let's see, what do we have? It's April. April's our monarch uh, migration month in okay. here in San Antonio. So, yeah, you if you've got a plan for. They, they would be a good one to have on hand. Yeah, if you want to really raise some monarchs, there you go. That one will do it. They love it. How is our um, our Milberger's Monarch Mama doing? Oh, she's planning to release the ones that she'd been raising. Oh, okay. Because there'd been not enough room in her little enclosure. Oh. And they're kind of getting tattered, so she thinks no, she's going to let tattered? them out. Yeah. Oh, why Not is that? Space. And so does that mean her children will get to be moved back in again? <laughs> her other pets can come back in. Okay. <laughs> She's um, got a lot of them. So, so, but Mary's going to be a key part of our uh, oh, program we've been talking about, too, on uh, Saturday. Uh, she's uh, managed the uh, Certified Butterfly Garden, and she'll be uh, supervising the, the planting of the uh, we got seven different kinds of seeds, milkweed seeds, that are uh, uh, a few, uh, one or two are exotic, but uh, the rest of them are uh, growing this area or native to this area. So we're going to try to grow some here. Yeah, you were oh. asking me which ones I would have put in there. I think I want that showy milkweed for sure. Yeah, that's a good that's a good choice. I want to put it by the little bird bath. You've already got what have you already got in there? I've already got uh, the um, the um, one that grows in the hills. You just oh god, years better. So you're not as old as we are, man. Yeah, I know. I'm antelope. There. antelope. You have the green. antelope horn. Antelope horn, green, green, and then the this is something I don't. I know. don't have the zotes in there. Yeah. I have uh, the regular tuberosa. Yeah, I had the antelope horn yeah. and the tropical milkweed at the moment. So we're going to ex- expand my repertoire. Well, at ooh. least two different more, uh, two different. We didn't mention milkweed. it earlier, but uh, Calvin's program, when we give these plants, these milkweeds to the attendees, we also want them to kind of keep some notes. Uh-huh. How how you were how they were growing them how well they did that uh, all that information is wonderful. Yeah, we got two teams. Uh, we got a, a master gardener team from Bear County that are going to assist us. David Rodriguez is co- uh, coordinating that, uh, and then we also got the uh, a, a big participation by uh, Comal County master gardeners. They they participated last year and they're going to participate this year. Uh, too, and so their their program will be in, on a- April sixth. So if anybody's interested in that, April sixth, uh, uh, I believe at nine a.m. Uh, you want to check check that out. And just like our other programs, yes, the one on uh, Saturday, free program, mm-hmm. 
and uh, yeah, everybody that participates and commits to being part of the uh, grow uh, the research project will get uh, two two different uh, uh, seeded uh, plants. Mm-hmm. I say seeded because one of the things we're trying to do is see what the germination right. rate will be. And, exactly. Uh, and so which, you have to report back on that. That's what, right. what came up for you? Yeah. That's it. So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a learning experience too, and hopefully. You know, the, our overall goal is to uh, uh, contribute to uh, uh, resurrecting the uh, monarch butterfly population and the migrating group that goes through San Antonio. And that number to call here at Mill Burgers, and they just call and tell people they want to be a part of the class? Yes. Is that Calvin's class? Ten spaces left, last we looked. Yeah, so I think the 35 total, or is there... 35. 35, and we had 25 when Calvin looked this morning. So, yeah, there's not much space. Don't hesitate on this one because it's next Saturday. And that number is 210 Okay. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Mary. All right. You Thanks, welcome. Mary. All right. You just put her down. 210 210-308-8867. Two one zero three. Then they go to the left. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call. Yes, sir. Were you going to say something? No, oh, no. Okay. I just. It is the season for the Girl Scout cookies. No, oh, okay. And I was. We're just, noticing that. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably be at some of my favorite locations. So, okay, let's see what else we got on sale. We talked about, we didn't talk about the Dianthus, which I also, I like. Uh, oh, yeah, we, uh, right yeah. there. Speaking of us. butterflies. Yeah. Have you dealt with your Dianthus yet, yet Milton, the one that's uh, no, 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 filled that, up the container? That was a long time ago. Oh. Yeah. That you were one, able to get it out of the container? I was able to get it out of the container. For those who haven't heard the story, I had a window box, and I think I planted like three Dianthus in there. And they grew and grew and grew, and, you know, then they kind of died down or something. I was trying to, I was thinking, okay, where I just put this little thing in, I'll just pull it up, and then I'll plant something else in. No. The roots were all around the box and in the soil, and you just pull them up, and it's, you can't help but get this big clump of, of soil and roots. Um but it was kind of a pleasant experience. Uh, but there, I, in watching them here, I know they're good butterfly plants. Yes. Yep. Lots of colors. We got some, uh, let's see, pinks and whites with purple and reds. I think I had the reds. I've got some of the, some in the, my landscape, and they've uh, survived the winter. I didn't cover them. Oh, wow. They, but they're in containers, and they're kind of sunk a bit. And so, uh, yeah, showed a little... Uh, freeze damage, but uh, they're ready to perk back up. I guess when you have about every inch of, of uh, soil filled with roots, that gives you a real advantage in terms of recovery. <laughs> yeah, they they like to those they like to grow their roots. That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, we talked about calendula, cyclamen. Still a great selection of beautiful cyclamen here. What's the price on the cyclamen now? It's a four for twenty, which is a great price on those. Uh, 
That's the best price I've seen as I've uh, driven around and gone to the box stores. Plus, Millburgers, they, they look better. Uh, Primrose, also in the 4-inch pot, is uh, 4 for 20. We mentioned Christmas cactus. Fruit trees, now's the time to plant. And the best selection of the year is here at Millburgers. Apples, peaches, pears, plums, and more. Uh, and then uh, some great deals on pots. You better watch my, what uh, Mark, because Mark's got in into the mood of pruning peach trees. Oh, so this I heard morning that. I was. Uh, he, spent these the morning trees pruning. don't need to be pruned. Yeah. Talk about the organization. You were pruning them with who? Uh, Bear Branches Alliance. Uh huh. Um, we had Jackie on during the summer, right? During the radio, and talking about the organization. It works a lot with the school districts, and um, they're planting trees all over San Antonio, and, and they're looking for more grants to plant some more. Mm-hmm. But they're primarily working with uh, parks and some private companies, like uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think like a Microsoft or something like that. Um, but uh, but also with the school districts, particularly northeast. Uh, I mean, sorry, Northside Independent School District. So they're planting at all the elementary schools, hmm. and we're talking not in an insignificant amount. We're uh, we're fifty to one hundred and fifty uh, trees planted at schools. Yeah, and then they're taking care of them, mm-hmm. uh, and they have some future plants uh, for some big projects in and around San Antonio. So is it mostly uh, impacting public lands, or is it also for homeowners, their organization? Those future plans uh, involve homeowners. And okay. So they're, they're working to obtain grants uh, right now so that they would... Uh, there you go. Thank you. Uh, so that they would uh, uh, be able to uh, remove trees in inner city neighborhoods and then offer planting planted trees for the same people. Hey, I saw something, and maybe this is, uh, if y'all don't know enough about it, uh, we can um, maybe try to get someone on. But I thought, you know, we've talked about cutting down trees and, and things may die. I think that the city provides for folks 60 and above uh, who meet the income criteria. Uh, they will provide free um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We've talked about that for years. Okay. That, that is an unfulfilled need. Uh, both seniors and other people who can't afford to remove dangerous trees. Okay. Yeah, would, who would be able to do that? Um, I, I may want to say that there may have been independent uh, individual districts and oh, council okay. people. That have taken, you know, they get a certain amount of funds that they may have done, done that in their uh, area. Okay. But uh, yes, uh, we've talked about that. We in the agricultural urban forestry community have talked about that for a long period of time. And we're, we're I know Bear Branch is still looking to pay oh. funds for that. But, is that uh, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, if someone knows more about it, call us at 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. We are going to take a quick break and uh, come back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Uh, Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch, and uh, Milton Glick back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Texas is as 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch. And uh, we welcome your calls to the show with your questions or comments about the rain uh, or comments about what you're growing and how well it's doing at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So uh, two plants come to mind. Uh, We'll go back to the sago palms in a second. Uh, But, Calvin, I think if I remember last week uh, correctly, you mentioned that uh, your winter grasses look beat down a little bit. Uh, Ours do not. Mine look great. I'm surprised that there wasn't more damage. Okay. uh, Because I I, I kind of imagine, uh, I remembered that when we had our big freezes, uh, that we, maybe maybe those freezes were... uh, yeah, one, one one was at Christmas and one was uh, last year was at Christmas and the year and twenty one was in February. Yeah, yeah so February about 14th. the same time. Oh, okay, but it seemed yeah. like to me that they had uh, the the, da- the freeze had damaged that uh, rescue grass and annual bluegrass yeah. a little more than it's. Sh- it's you're right, Milton. It's uh, showing pretty lush and green yeah yeah i think it's the rain i think it was the freeze oh. and then the rain is that right so you I, think, th- I think it was the timing of each you think those think plants that. really appreciate that rain yes uh, i think they really <laughs> did i think they love that and there's if you didn't know milton there's a little bit of nitrogen mm-hmm. in rain i did know that so uh, is there more nitrogen was. when it's really uh lightening yep okay which apparently, according to Calvin's house, it was. Yeah. Of course, he only got three inches of rain, but plenty of lightning. Yeah. And uh, the, they were, it was heavily fortified. <laughs> that, that three inches was had was full of nitrogen. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, mine looks great. I mean, yeah. Well, you you want to make sure you keep uh, mowing it too. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so it doesn't yeah. go to seed. Well, or th- just that, be- and then it gets so it gets so lush and thick that it's okay. difficult. Uh, yeah. But. One of the reasons why we don't recommend uh, annual, don't, is it? Yeah, we don't recommend annual ryegrass. We recommend perennial ryegrass. Is that right? I can't remember now. Because one gets lusher and taller. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's annual. We don't recommend annual ryegrass. Yeah, I will tell you my uh, St. Augustine uh, just looks like it's just looks brown brown and it's down and brown it did it did uh, now they they it, did react to the the san augustine did react to the cold and yeah, you're right it uh, didn't like it a lot of patches are yeah. turned more brown right. they turned that tannish brown green. yeah that tannish color so olive. I, because i like to worry i have a question <laughs> <laughs> Even Bermuda grass kind of turned brown. Yes. Is the lushness of my winter grass going to affect the uh, restoration of my St. Augustine? Probably not. not I don't want to overstate yeah. it, but probably not because your your uh, rescue grass yeah. is going to decline quickly once the warm weather starts. There, there you okay. go. So we don't recommend oh we tell everybody don't overseed continuously in the fall with these rye grasses mm-hmm. because okay. it will have a detrimental effect on your St. Augustine and your Bermudas. One of the reasons why it does have a detrimental effect it lasts a lot longer than our native 
weeds oh. are our native poa and rescue grass. So that's how Calvin is absolutely right. So the problem is that with what the one you're not suggesting is not like Calvin's. The Calvin's grass. So our, our native our, so our native sustainable lawns that we've been talking about okay. the last couple of years. But with the other ones, you're saying they will yeah. live longer. No, re- rescue grass is not a native, but it's a naturalized uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, in anyway. our area. So, um, so that and, and there may be some. Some toxic effects, phytotoxic effects from well, and if, from, if, if from if the ryegrass. Oh, really? And that's yeah. why we want it mowed, uh, because re- rescue grass, even even when it's declining, if it's thick, it's going to delay right. that uh, okay. recovery. Okay. Right. So you keep it mowed so it's in a controllable situation, and it declines quickly once the heat starts. We we want the ground to warm up as soon as possible. Oh, okay. For the for our grasses, for our turf lawns. So my next question is I know I or I think this is right. I mow St. Augustine high, right? Yes, no? Yeah. Okay. St. Augustine relatively high, yeah. Bermuda yeah. Bermuda is short, right? Yeah. And yeah. how tall sure. should I mow my uh my rescue grass. Well, you you can't mow it too low. Um, right. th- three uh, so three and a half, yeah. uh, four inches even. Three so, three inches if you can get away so with. So that's why I don't change the height anymore. Okay, I was just going to say that. I just keep it at the same height year round. That's okay. A good idea. So okay. So it's two two and a half. So whatever I did St. Augustine for, if that yeah. was okay, then do that for the then, winter. Then there you go. Okay. Tomorrow, I bet, will be a good day to do it. It will. I think it's supposed to be, like I said, just a smidge warmer, and I think it's less windy. But it's still nice and sunny, so that'll well, be good. Well, you've got the radio show tomorrow. You can't What's be. that? Oh. After the show. Okay. <laughs> if you'd like us to come mow your lawn while doing the radio show, call 210. <laughs> oh, it'll cost you. But by golly, no, we can't do that. Uh, 210-308-8867. Okay, Mark, uh, did you want to talk about what people, or Calvin, too, The uh, what people will see with their sagos? So uh, sagos and uh, palms have mm-hmm. this unique feature where they will uh, extract nutrients from a declining frond. So if the sago fronds were, like, hit by the frost, then don't cut them immediately because they will extract nutrients out of there. Um, and a lot of times when they're yellow, and then they turn a, a tan color, so they're extracting all the nutrients. And then, okay. and then once they hit the tan, then you can do that. Oh, so okay. same thing with fa- uh, palm fronds. With so palm fronds. Oh, palm fronds. Okay. Yeah, I'll just be a little careful if you're dealing with your. Depends on the kind of palm, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it always surprised me how heavy some of those uh, palm parts can be, and how sharp. And people got got to be careful. Uh, uh, if you got the big palm, then uh, yeah. the, a lot of times it's best At, if a professional is yeah. handling. Hmm. As a rule, we we prune palms in uh, in the winter time around this time. Oh, okay. Because it's cold, and there are no wasps or rats mm. or other rascals. Well, that may be hiding hiding in the fronds. Ooh, so yeah, we, like scary. To, we like to do it cold, cold, cold time of the year. So is I know we talked about the palm 
bark or palm trunks being particularly tough and heavy, is it more difficult to cut? Like, so pretty much your, it seems like your regular chainsaw will go through your live oak pretty easily. Is it, at least that's been my experience. Is it uh, same with a palm or does it, the a regular chainsaw going to fight of the palm or the palm going to fight back a little? Well, if you you know you want to be real careful. You, that's you want a professional if it's a tall. Point. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Here Is that because of the shorter? They're they're heavy and they're not easy. Yeah. To, they're yes. not as easy to cut. As, do they cut them down in chunks or yeah. how do they do it? Well, if you're going to remove the tree, yes. Oh. Uh, if you're going to remove the palm entirely, yes. Okay. You have to do it in chunks because they are very heavy. Okay. They're essentially big sponges filled with water. Mm. Water is heavy. Okay. Ooh, does that make them harder to cut too? Because they're no, it's it's just okay. So so it's like a sponge. So don't cut palms yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, the fronds. Okay, to ask the fronds, will they cut through? Yeah, a chainsaw will do it, but normally we like to do a handsaw. Oh, really? Okay. Because they're fibrous. Okay. You might get some chain fibers stuck in the chain. Oh, okay. I was just yeah, curious. you don't want a chainsaw. You- Unless you're a professional, you don't want to be on a yeah. ladder or anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The chainsaws are not an easy tool to oh, okay. use safely. They're getting better, but they're not. Uh, you know, they're not easy. I have that big long extension. Yeah. Oh, which oh, probably, in my hands, probably makes it a little more dangerous than normal too. Yeah. Just uh, there's a rule too. You don't stand right under it, Milton. Yeah, yeah, we had this discussion, Calvin. Now you tell me again, a little too late. <laughs> no, uh, no, I did learn. Okay, we should have a segment called "Learn what, from what Calvin." Uh, what learn Milton from Milton. Learns. I did learn in uh, what Milton in cutting learned. down a big branch uh, of a live oak. Yeah, uh, you don't I, do it all at once. Uh, yes, that would have been good to know too. So I was cutting it down, and I had the ladder. I was up on the ladder with a chainsaw, Calvin. I should have known better, I guess. And the problem was, you want to guess what the problem was as I started cutting it? Well, first, how did you get the chainsaw going? Oh, this was a gas chainsaw. Oh, yeah, I know, but I could see you pulling and pulling. Oh, that wasn't an issue. And pulling. And it may have even, actually it may have even been electric. No. Okay. Right? So, All right. No, you want me to tell you the problem? And this is this is a word to the wise yeah. for gardeners out there. No, you, you were probably cutting right on where your ladder was. Uh, the ladder was right next to where I was cutting. Mm-hmm. It was on the right side of where I was All cutting. Right. Good. But what Good. Milton didn't figure was at some certain point, he was going to get exactly, yes, he was going to get far enough through the limb, the big, heavy the big, limb. big, long limb. That's very yeah. heavy. Yeah. That was now swinging back toward the ladder, <laughs> and it hit it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I got lucky because uh, it moved say. It moved me and the ladder. And uh, fortunately, I think probably because of my weight, uh, the ladder didn't move as much as it could have. And so, yeah. Yes. That's, okay. uh, so, that's many, many, many problems. So the answer would have been uh, again on the on the fronds. No, okay, sir. How different? The fronds are talking about the heavy trunks, but the fronds. How do you? The the fronds are are really heavy, but they're also fibrous, and so so if your if your uh, chainsaw is not really sharp, 
Yeah, it might get all tangled up in oh, there okay. on that. But uh, the, the trunk, if you're taking down the trunk, mm-hmm. uh, it, they are very, very heavy. The trunks are of a palm. Oh, okay. And you should have somebody who has some expertise in taking that down. Okay. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, that's it's it's happened so much, Milton. Don't feel bad. It's happened so <laughs> much that it is uh, one of the things we are taught not to do. What's that? The the fronds or the no no of uh, the long branch. Oh, okay. That's swinging back down <laughs> <Yes>. towards the. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny now, but at the time, not very funny. As I saw the branch swinging toward the ladder. Did you shriek? I did not shriek, but I may have said some words that I can't say on the air. Uh, but, yeah, it was uh, – I bet you our listeners have experienced that, too. So your advice would have been to cut maybe well, – you want, you, What you do is, in order to not have it break and maybe strip the bark as it's falling down, mm-hmm. as you do it in pieces, uh, and then you, you make a, what's called a three-cut. So you cut underneath – uh, about two feet from the trunk, uh, about yeah, foot and a half from the trunk, and you cut underneath and then cut on top, and then that will just drop it naturally. Oh! And then you have a small remaining sub that you can cut uh, fairly light all the way through without damaging the tree. Okay. Do you have any um, bad experiences cutting trees, Calvin? Does everybody who's a who's a I know I want I want yes. trim their own trees have a story a yeah. horror story to tell a war story? Well, I just chainsaws. You just absolutely have to stay alert when you're dealing with chainsaws because they are they're quite a tool. Now, I did one time on which which is not this is another thing don't do on uh, <laughs> snowshoes Wrong? in Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Cutting, uh, doing doing some trim, trimming of uh, trees when there's a lot of snow on the ground, and uh, of course, even the uh, the shoes do not keep you always keep you on top of the of the snow. And I I cut the tip of the snowshoe off, yeah, which was not it didn't get close to my foot, but but I, still, I, it kind of reminded me of what might happen mm. because you. You you're not you're not real sure where, what the weight pressure is on your snowshoes, uh, even, so you could have gone backwards out, yeah, or yeah. frontwards. Okay, I went right. frontwards. We we had a story back from the. Uh, uh, I guess I can't tell it on the air, but um, Al Al typed out a story and yeah, his he did something similar too. I dropped a china bear on top of my head. Ow! Yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> it was. Wow. Okay. It hurt. So, so it's, the, uh, yeah, it's, the moral it's, of the story before we go to break is uh, uh, hire a professional. Yeah, hire a professional. That's right. Oh, and when you hire a professional, what are things that you should look for? Insurance. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Number one, insurance. Okay. Uh, why? Num- because uh, you could be liable for, as a homeowner mm-hmm. for any accidents that occur on the property. Mm-hmm. Or so. or your neighbor's property. Ooh, good point. So so it's insurance, uh, bonded and insured, as we like to say. And what does bonded mean? Uh, cash, 
Yeah, there you yeah, go. You have money, money yeah. ready in case there is a, a problem that where you're reliable for something. Right. Oh, okay. And then uh, the second thing is uh, reputation. That's why oh, I always good say point. if you've got an arborist that is that has dealt with your neighborhood a lot. And yeah. You've seen him do, see him and, or her and, do some work. Then, then good, that's a, that's always a better a yeah, good, good references by your neighbors. That's right. But mm-hmm. uh, on that same note, was we like to see, or I would like to see if they are members of the professional association. Oh, so uh, it's uh, the ISAT, uh, International Society of Arboriculture. Texas chapter, mm-hmm. um, or just the national, international one. Uh, also, there's the the Tree Industry uh, Association. Uh, there used to be, I can't remember the entire one, the acronym for that one, but it's, it's, it's T T C T I C something Association. Okay. And uh, they also, if it's in San Antonio, it has to be licensed. Um, San Antonio oh. requires an, uh, a, a licensing arbor uh, uh, for arborists, and they have to take a one-day class and sign. Can I sign, ask, sign something up with the with the city? Can I ask a controversial question? Yeah. What percentage of people that are trimming trees are actually licensed? Ninety percent. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Mark Bird would know over oh. at, the, at the city, okay, because um, he's in charge of that. Okay, I was but, just but I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even hazard a guess. I would hope a hundred percent. Okay, I would hope. I would hope so too. Yeah, I see some of the trees that are trimmed and yeah. Like, they're, I'm trying to think. I I did have five five uh, uh, five criteria for a hiring arborist. And I'm thinking uh, the other one is is have a written contract. Oh, that's which, a good which, idea. Which uh, says what he is going to do and how much he's going to pay for. Okay. That's uh, a good idea. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Thanks, guys. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. You ask me what I like about that. There's a little bit of everything. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. 8867. Hmm, okay. What else? Uh, can we uh, We just have a little bit of time? We've told horror stories about trimming trees. What else? Uh, where else do we want to go? Uh, the best time to uh, prune your trees is now, uh, up to about the middle of February, uh, when the, the green wood starts, uh, starts blooming. That's kind of a time to say, eh, shut it down. If you, uh, I know when when I, when I was involved in the commercial peach, peach industry, it was always uh, hard to keep pruning once mm. the trees started blooming. But yeah. you actually can if you need to. Uh, 
But uh, Mark was right. You get you start as soon as you can uh, when when they're ready to to burst out and ready to go into bloom, and uh, you keep going until you get it done. Yeah. But uh, it depends on how much you have to do right. and how much help you have, and, and, and what style you're doing it. What what is the reason you are pruning? You always have a reason to prune. Uh, we used to say. Always prune after the bloom. Kind of a nice rhyme. Always prune after the bloom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so particularly for those spring trees that are blooming, so red buds and plums and other spring blooming trees, we would always prune after the bloom. Okay. For grape murals, <clears throat> it's not as important. Um uh, we, we kind of prune those in during this winter time. Although, don't get me started about crepe murder. Yep. I thought we were going to have to refer uh, Greg Grant to him if he and uh, yeah and Neil if he was uh, going to start uh, advocating for pruning crepe myrtles. You know. Yeah, but you you don't advocate. I and don't, the crepe murder is just topping them just and just topping them. Indiscriminate yeah. topping. Yes, you will see that in parking lots all over yeah. San Antonio. For, just say. for, no, crate, for crate, no reason. For the, what? No, the, there is no reason to do it. All right, so uh, let's talk about uh, if you do, the, the trouble with that goes back to my Magnolia story. Is Yeah, I saw them do this in this, uh, this shopping center last year, uh-huh. and the crepe myrtle looks great this year. It I, I didn't look like it did any harm at all. But it did. Long term, it does. Yeah. It shortens the lifespan. Oh, and, I didn't know that part. Yeah. I know it just had made yeah, it look it, it nice. Short, it shortens the lifespan. And uh, decay usually gets in through the uh, the wounds, the open wounds that, this, that the pruning has caused. Okay. Uh, well, uh, and that's one of the advantages of planting crepe myrtles is that you plant... Uh, you get to plant the color of flower you want mm-hmm. and, and also the size that you want. That's the key. Why You, you want to avoid pruning if you can. It's, yeah. a, it's a lot of work and it's, uh, it's, yeah. not, a, not a real advantage if it's uh, a plant that's yeah. only going to grow to the size that yeah. you want for the site. Yeah. So, yeah, so you have over, I think Neil said, uh, over 128 different species. And it's probably that's low species and cultivars so yeah get the one you want and then never have to do anything to it again oh the joy the joy now, unfortunately a lot of, a lot of us don't uh, gardeners don't don't think about the then how tall we want them in uh, in a particular right. situation we uh, I, I think we think about the color of the flower yeah. and, and we get it and then we say well we we probably should have uh, Got one that was uh, four feet taller or or four feet less, and uh, then they have to and they have to keep fighting with the management of the plant when they could have the color they wanted and the size they wanted. So be careful about that. And a good thing about uh, like Millburgers and uh, most good nurseries have uh, the list the list of plants and the color of the flowers and also the size that those plants get to and there, there's some advantages remember in the old days mark when you used to 
You pick one so that you wouldn't have uh, all the fungus mildew on it. That's yeah. all. That's all the decision we had to make. Is it mildew resistant? Mm-hmm. And what color? There you go. Those are two choices. Now we got all kinds of choices. Uh, in fact, uh, what did uh, Trace told me? Uh, double blooms. They'll have a yeah, double blooms. Double um, Alamo. Uh, yeah, one of the one of the ones. A red rocket or red, or, double rocket. Yeah, a red rocket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they'll have. He'll tell colors. us tomorrow. So, so you, you have you have color, size, insect, uh, or rather mildew, pest resistance, uh, all different kinds of things that you have to worry about now. But you know what? What? You can come to Millburgers, mm-hmm. and the trained personnel yep. will, will tell you all about it. Well, no, make those decisions. How do you make those decisions? Which is uh, one of the great things about uh, doing business with Millburgers uh, is that, yeah, that it's local. Uh, they, uh, they've got experience. The, the, and I say this a little bit. It sounds kind of mean, but, you know, the person who's helping you here uh, knows plants and wasn't in the uh, uh, automotive section yesterday and now is just in the, the nursery. Uh, I've seen that. Because um, I have asked questions at places like, oh, I just got here today. Um, you actually found staff? At a, yeah, that's at a, true. It's hard to find staff as well. So uh, anyway, but that's the, the good thing. So like if you're getting vegetables, uh, you can feel fairly confident that the stuff that you're going to get here. Uh, has a history of doing well here. Uh, oh, we didn't ask. We'll have to ask Trace if we got more tomatoes in. I think he was going to get some in. Well, we can ask tomorrow. What's that? We'll ask, we'll ask tomorrow. tomorrow. And the crepe myrtles, and we'll ask about that as well. Well, gosh, then we'll then we'll have to switch our emphasis for a while from butterflies and milkweeds to rodeo tomatoes because we've got yeah classes got, mm-hmm. in February scheduled for twenty third. Uh, 20, no, let's see, 24th? the 17th and the 24th. Yeah, 17th 24th. at Education Resource Center and 24th here at Millburgers, I believe. Okay. To my, Mark is checking the paper. No, 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 you were talking uh, primarily oh. about the uh, the uh, muckweed program. So I was, okay. I was, so looking, I was looking for the tomato ones. Well, maybe next week. Okay. All right, again. Oh, no. yes. yes, yes, he is correct. What? 20? I actually found it underneath the fold. Of the, two, three, two, four? Or two? 17th and the 24th. 24th. That's correct. All right. All right. 210-308-8867. Uh-oh, did you have a gardening question? Uh, we just have a few minutes left. Uh, did you want to ask it on the air? All right, you just... Uh, come on. Who, you, so, who, come on up. Grab, oh. grab the mic and ask your question. We'll start. Here you go. Oh, we yeah. may have to interrupt you, but that's okay. Yeah, here you go. You uh, grab that. It's you'll dangerous. Be, you'll be on the air. What's going on? I, I just heard you talking about uh, mildew, and I may have a similar problem. I have uh, one of these European oaks, um, maybe 50 years old, and the bark started falling off in patches, and mm. there's gray, what looks like mildew, fungus underneath. Does it look kind of olive drab? Uh, light tan, maybe. The color of the, the, the color of the fungus. Picture, actually, if that helps. I would love to see it, but we'll see it off the air probably. Yeah. Okay. I'm so thinking it's hypoxylon. Uh, but that can you, you can't do anything to it. That's why we want to make sure. If you have the picture, we'll talk about that. But uh, okay. 
Uh, but there's nothing you, you can do f- if that is that particular fungus. If it's not that fungus, then it is an old wound that the bark has now fallen off of. And we don't worry it's about it. All over, all over the tree. How about the, okay, that's are the leaves good. still on it? I mean, is it? Um, there's some areas where the leaves are still on. And uh, a little higher up, the leaves fell off as they're supposed to now. Yeah. They, okay, they fall they're off okay. every year. Okay. Does that mean these areas well, may no, come just, back? It, it just means uh, you, you still got that chance of yeah. two, two, uh, two options there. Because if it was a, pl- a plant that was a live oak and the leaves have all fallen off, yeah. it did indicate hypoxylin. But if now you're not sure because it's a normal leaf drop. You, you mentioned European oak. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that, it would be a holly oak or a holm oak. Not yeah, if it is chinkapin European. or not. No, no, no. They have pointy leaves, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's it's not maybe a, a holly oak and maybe a holm oak. Okay. H-O-L-M. But. Did you bring the picture? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, yeah. we're going to look at it? Yeah, you, you look at it. We'll, it? We'll, we'll wrap we up the show, but he'll, you can spend some time talking. A tease for tomorrow? And we'll find out tomorrow we'll what find Mark out thinks for it tomorrow. is. Yes. All right. Yeah, show Mark the picture. Show Calvin the picture. I'll... I will wrap up the show. Sound okay to you? All right. 210-308-8867. But don't, uh, there's no need to call. Uh, oh, and uh, Calvin is offering you cookies. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, this is Millburgers Gardening South Texas. If you are interested in uh, uh, joining us tomorrow, if you have gardening questions, be sure to tell your friends to join us tomorrow. You can come by. It's probably going to be a gorgeous day here at Millburgers. Uh, so we encourage you to come by and be a part of the show. Uh, and uh, let's see. I think that's about it. Uh, we, of course, you're, oh, of course, you can get all the information about Calvin's class. That number is 210-497-3760. Or you can uh, just uh, go to millburgernursery.com. See you tomorrow right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>